Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. The Republicans are winning the races in Arizona and Nevada despite deep state attempts to steal them. We're not out of the woods yet. Stay with us for this live emergency broadcast. It's Friday. InfoWars, the most banned network in the world. Tectonic forces of liberty are now like volcanoes beginning to explode above the surface. And the enemies of freedom are in a full panic and have thrown everything they've got at us, but they still weren't able to suppress the takeover of the House, and it looks like the Senate. Owen Schroyer has been doing excellent analysis of all this. He joins us from the War Room studios in the next segment, and then we have a raft of other special guests today. Gavin McGinnis, Kent Henshin Lively, Jay Dyer, and others, and I intend to also jam some of your phone calls in. That said, there's a lot of other big news we're going to be hitting. You know, in the last 20 years, they've used mRNA technology in hundreds of studies with volunteers, not just here, but around the world that we know of. And in every case, a large portion of the individuals that have it tested on them die horribly painful deaths. Their brains rot. Their livers liquefy. Their blood coagulates. And it's happened again. New York man dies while being treated with experimental gene editing technology CRISPR. What do you think they just did with the mRNA shots to hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not over a billion people that took it. And I've got a bunch more news on that. So they had one person sign on and got FDA approval for this experimental test, killed them. Just like that. One person. Go look at the other cases over the last 20 years. We've covered them. Most common thing is organ failure starting with your liver. You're not supposed to edit genes. I mean, hell, they even know that in movies like Blade Runner back in the 80s. They based that on real scientific studies. The movie was an update on new androids, Dream of Electric Sheep, written by Philip K. Dick in the 70s, but they updated it and talked to genetic engineers in the 80s for the movie, and they said, you can't change the genes of somebody once the egg and the sperm have come together. You can't go in and edit them. It will... They go through and explain what they'd already done back then, trying to manipulate genes. And, and they think, I guess, if they give enough people, a billion people, it, they'll find some that survive and find the secret there. This is all mass experimentation. This is in 
sanity. So that's coming up as well. And boy, a bunch of globalists have come out and announced world government. We've got that for you. And so much more. But when we return, we are going to get right into all of the election news. And boy, we suspected fraud Tuesday night. But now the evidence is overwhelming. You've got the Trump to Santa civil war kicked off by Trump. Got mixed feelings about that. Maricopa County in Arizona to take up until next week to process 400,000 ballots. It worked once. Why not twice? Here are the five ways Democrats are cheating and stealing 2022 election like they did in 2020. Lauren Boebert wins Colorado. Also Arizona and Nevada. Solid GOP wins the laser media anti-Trump narrative engineering efforts. I agree with conservative treehouse's analysis. That's Steve Bannon's as well. We'll be back. Mainstream media, government cover-ups. You want to stop tyranny? Well, so does he. Live from the Infowars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. It's Friday, November 11th, 2022. I'm your host, Alex Jones. We're about to dive into the ongoing battleground developments in Arizona and Nevada, as well as some of the other key races in Colorado, and obviously the runoff coming up in Georgia. But we now know what's going on. The deep state's trying to extend this out as long as they can to try to produce and stuff uh, ballots so that they can steal Nevada and Arizona. And they also don't want Republicans to have a victory. They want to depress us. They want to demoralize us. We're going to be laying all of that out here today in great detail. Also, we're going to be looking at what Trump said last night on his Truth Social, coming out and attacking Governor DeSantis, not a good idea. It's exactly what the corporate media wants. They've had CNNs, New York Times, Fox News, all of the establishment media, other than a few exceptions like Tucker Carlson, have come out and have praised DeSantis and attacked Trump and said that Trump's the reason we didn't win bigger in the midterms and all this made-up garbage to get us fighting with each other. And Trump, with his ego, as big as the moon, has taken the bait, even though I love Trump, and come out and attack DeSantis when DeSantis has never attacked Trump. And so now it's not about a stolen election or an attempted steal. Now it's not about Biden being 80 and a geriatric patient. It's not about Fetterman being a mentally you know, destroyed, giant, zombie, goblin leader. It's none of that. It's all about Trump, DeSantis, and Trump is the reason Republicans didn't win bigger. Total distraction from reality, and Trump has waded straight into it uh, and is attacking DeSantis. I, I wish he would just stop. He's also set to announce he's running for president. Great. I'm mad at Trump over the shots. Wish he would have come out against him like DeSantis did. But overall, the globalists hate Trump more than anybody. He's anti-New World Order. He's obviously better than the Democrats. And, but it's just we need to not be fighting with each other, ladies and gentlemen. We need to not be battling with each other. It really is that simple. Statement by President Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States of America. And he goes into about Fox News is basically boosting DeSantis and not him for president. And 
he made DeSantis, and DeSantis has all these neocons fluttering around him that he's meeting with, which is true. I don't like Jeb Bush hanging around. I don't like Mitt Romney hanging around. But you know what? Trump's hung out with all those guys, too, till they triple-stabbed him in the back. So the jury's out on that with DeSantis. And I'm not going to get in this beauty pageant of Trump's better or DeSantis is better or Trump's worse or DeSantis is worse. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. And people need to stay focused on inflation, the open borders, the exploding crime, the war in Ukraine, the, the poison shots, how they're trying to come back out with more forced injections and lockdowns in the future, all the pedophile drag queen story time garbage going on. We need to be issue oriented. And instead of making it about the Democrats trying to steal the election and blunting the victory, instead of making it about how we need to get rid of the Republican, neocon, rhino, corporatist leadership like Mitch McConnell and others, instead of that, it's all about Trump and DeSantis. And that's why the Republican establishment is weighed in with the liberal media to try to create a Trump-DeSantis rift. And old 45 has taken the bait like a big old bass you put a purple worm in front of. So Owen Schroyer is riding shotgun with us from the War Room here in the InfoWar studios in Austin, Texas, to give us his take on this and then uh, some of these battleground races. Some are already calling it for Lauren Boebert in Colorado. But uh, the mainstream media is saying uh, that, that, that that's that's not a fact yet. Uh, there's so many different angles to hit here. Also, Gateway Pundit's been doing a great job laying out all the evidence of fraud that's there. And we have a lot of Republican officials at the state level, like in, in Houston, Texas, uh, giving press conferences, uh, going over those incredible anomalies. That's coming up as well at the bottom of the hour. Owen Schroyer, what are you going to hit first? Well, just quickly, let me respond to what you opened the show with today. There's no doubt that the Democrats and perhaps even the Republican establishment in their own blindness want to make the 2024 presidential election all about Trump instead of uh, the failed policies of Biden, like you're mentioning with inflation, the open border. But that debate will obviously come. Let's talk about where we stand right now. I don't like what I'm seeing in Arizona, and despite the confidence that Lake and Masters still have that these late-night, last-minute ballot dumps are going to favor them, I'm just not seeing it, Alex. They're not getting the returns they thought. They thought they were going to be getting about 60, even even 70% of some of these last-minute returns coming from more conservative areas. They're just not getting it. They're just not getting it. In fact, Katie Hobbs' lead was actually extended last night with the late-night, last-minute ballot drop still coming in. They say 82% are in. So I, I, this is going to be a miracle comeback at this point, I think, for Kerry Lake. And then even farther behind now is Blake Masters to the incumbent Mark Kelly. I, that, that will take a miracle at this point for Masters to pull this one off. I, I don't know how he does. The returns are not coming in favorable right now for Republicans. And it's been shown that the incumbents did really well in this go-around. So I don't see the Republicans getting the Arizona Senate seat that they so desired with Blake Masters. But really, the issue is going to become this, because I would, I would guess that Hobbs is going to win. I would guess that Kelly is going to win. And I forget the name of the attorney general there that's beating Abe uh, Hamaday, but looks like he's going to win as well, even though that is the tightest of the races. And so this was a, this was a three-headed monster, if you will, or a trifecta 
of the new brand of conservative, the fighter, the one that takes on the media, the one that takes on the establishment, the one that's not afraid to back Trump or give him trouble if they have to. And so we were kind of looking at this race in Arizona saying this could be a determining factor of what the future of the Republican Party looks like if we have big wins in Arizona, this new breed of Republican that Lake and Masters and Hamaday represent is going to be the, the type of person the Republicans may want to put forward. Well, they're not winning. You're not hearing much from the GOP establishment as far as what's going on over there with the voting machine shutting down right out of the gates with the election tabulation taking days, maybe weeks, maybe months, who knows how long. And so that to me says that this, what, what the Republican leadership, what the Republican establishment is doing right now is setting it up. Trump is their number one enemy. Trump is their number one priority, not even to win at this point. They don't even care if they lose the Senate at this point, which I think they actually are going to. Because when you look at what's going to happen in Georgia on, I think, December 4th or December 7th, they have early voting there, too. So you're going to have two or three or four days of early voting, then the election day in Georgia. You think Democrats are going to let that seat go? You really think Democrats are going to let that seat go? You really think Republicans are going to try to push Herschel Walker over the edge? Let me ask you, what are they doing right now? Oh, you don't have an answer because they're doing nothing. Meanwhile, if you are in Georgia, you're getting blown up from Warnock's people. You're getting mass text messages. They're already doing mass fundraising. They already have boots on the ground. And what do we have? We have Ted Cruz and Herschel Walker going on Fox News. That's it. So I don't like what I'm seeing right now as far as the Senate seats are concerned. Now, the one hope is Laxalt in Nevada who continues to lead, even though the margin is small. He does continue to lead, but here's the problem, Alex. It looks like we may have a similar story. If we go down to the map here, the returns coming in from Clark County, which is mostly just Las Vegas, have remained consistent. Masto has expanded his lead a little bit. He's got about a 40,000 vote lead. 93% of the vote in. The returns have favored Mastow the whole way, so I don't expect that to change. But when we go up to Washaw County and the Reno area, this is where the shenanigans went down. Laxalt was winning the entire race up until maybe 24 or 48 hours ago. All of a sudden, Masto started taking over. And ever since then, most of the incoming ballots have been Democrat. They say 86% of the vote is That's in there. all they need is a few jurisdictions that have big populations to steal any election. So we got to take every city back. It's a tall order, but it's better than being slaves to these people. We don't have a choice. Stay there. I want you to finish up with Nevada. Look at some of the other key races and then get big picture how they're successfully starting this Trump versus the Santa Civil War instead of us targeting the Republican leadership to be removed and get patriots in. Owen Schroyer, stay there. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. 
Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. Hey, everybody. If you've ever thought about heirloom beans as a storable survival food, I've got great news. In fact, I'll bet it's the best news you've heard in a while. Here's the thing. We've just received a fresh batch of gourmet heirloom beans, survival soup beans. These beans are gorgeous, highly nutritious, and above all, with no hesitation whatsoever, the best tasting beans in the entire world. The best part? We've dropped the price by 33% this week for listeners who know higher food prices are coming and want an inflation hedge you can actually eat if you want to. Gets even better. With your permission and with a high regard for your health and well-being, I also want to send you two pounds of what we think is the single most underrated superfood in the world, period. Go to SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. And discover the real reason we're giving this unusual superfood away at SoupBeanSurvival.com. That's SoupBeanSurvival.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Let's take this country over. We're going into total world government and their operations to depopulate us forcibly. Welcome back. I'm Alex Jones, your host. Owen Schroyer's in the war room, giving us the latest analysis. You were right in the middle of breaking down the U.S. Senate race between Adam Laxalt and the deep stater. Please continue. Well, this is really the only hope I see that Republicans have of, of having a chance at the Senate or having a shot that the Democrats are not going to completely control the Senate with that rat Chuck Schumer as the majority leader, and that is the race in Nevada, where Adam Laxalt has been leading the entire way, but his lead continues to shrink, now just 9,000 votes. And with the trends coming in and Washaw County, there is a shot that he could be overcome. And so with 86% of the vote in, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be razor thin But as they continue to count votes in Clark County, Las Vegas as well, the addition that the Democrat advantage has there might be enough to put Masto over the top. And so the question then becomes, what are the Republicans going to do if that happens? Are they just going to take it laying down? Are they going to trust the result and say, oh, of course, of course, Laxalt was winning the entire time, but then the votes that were counted four days after the election put the Democrat over the top to win. Okay, yeah, we we trust that. That's what's really going on. But that's where we're at right now. So Laxalt is the best hope Republicans have to maintain the Senate. If he loses, I don't think Masters is going to overcome the lead that Kelly has. And so, boom, the Democrats now have 51 seats in the Senate. And then the runoff would just be like gravy for them if they can get that in Georgia, which sadly I kind of expect them to win at this point i'm not sure what the republican plan is for georgia if they think going on fox news is the key if they think going on sean hannity is the key then they're going to lose period that's it end of sentence they have no boots on the ground they have no plan nothing from mcconnell where is mcconnell by the way anybody heard from mcconnell these last couple days 
No, he's hiding in a hole. He's loving what he's seeing. He wants to lose the Senate. He wants to lose the Senate so he can blame it on Donald Trump and then make his number one initiative from now till 2024 is to get Trump out of the party, no matter what you, the voter, think. This is what it's all about. This is the new battle for the GOP. Are Republican politics and policy going to come from the voter up to the leadership? Or are Republican politics and policy going to come from the leadership dictating what's going to be done to the voter? That's what is at stake here. Mitch McConnell wants to be in charge. The Republican establishment, the GOP, want to dictate policy from their thrones as they see it instead of listening to the American voter. And it's hurt them so far in this midterm, but they don't care because their number one priority is clearly to get rid of Donald Trump. So when you have, it's three or four days of early voting for the runoff in Georgia, and then I think it's December 7th is the actual day, you know the Democrats are going to stuff those ballots. The Democrats have already launched their ground game. The Democrats have already launched their digital game. They're already fundraising millions of dollars. They were way ahead of this deal where all I've seen from the Republicans is let's get on Fox News. Let's get up on television. That'll do it. Well, I got news for you. Most people in Georgia that you need to vote for Herschel Walker are not watching Fox News. They're just not. So that's not going to help you in Georgia. You need boots on the ground. You need Walker going to Athens. You need him going to Atlanta. I mean, you can you can hope that enough Republicans show up in these other areas, but if you don't do something about Democrats in the Tri-County area in Atlanta getting over 70% of the vote, if you can't even take Herschel Walker to Athens, Georgia, where he was a Heisman Trophy winning athlete in college to do something about 71% for Warnock, you are not going to win Georgia. But we'll cover that when the time comes. Getting back to Arizona, just to look at these splits again, folks, I'm not liking what I'm seeing. And I think this is going to become a major story in the coming weeks and months because I don't think that Kerry Lake and Blake Masters are going to go quietly here. Uh, probably not Abe Hamaday e- uh, either because they were expecting here in Maricopa County that this gap was going to close. They were expecting with the new uh, ballots and votes coming in that they would be favoring the Republicans. They haven't. In fact, Hobbs has extended her lead now with 86% of the vote in. So you're talking about in order for Lake to recover any ground here, there's going to have to be a complete switch of the trend we've seen in the last 24 hours. And Lake is probably going to have to get 70%, if not more, 70% of these votes coming in at Maricopa County. I just don't see that happening. I don't think that that number is possible. And so, therefore, I think that Hobbs is going to end up being the governor. But that's really just where the fight should begin. How do you have all of these disastrous anomalies and machine shutdowns and everything else going on in Arizona when the secretary of state who's in charge of overseeing the election is on the ballot for governor. Really? You thought that would go fair and square. 
Really? You trusted the Democrat to run the election that she's in fairly? Are you serious? And again, where is the Republican leadership? Where is Ronna McDaniel? Where is Kevin McCarthy? Where is Mitch McConnell? Nowhere. They love watching this. They don't want Kerry Lake to win. They don't want Blake Masters to win. They don't want Hamaday to win because they listen to the voters. And they represent the brand of the Republican Party that's going to send Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy and Ron McDaniel to the curb or the trash bin where they belong. This is where they belong, right here, in this trash bin. But see, you're already seeing it playing out. You're already seeing it playing out. Get Trump. That's the story. Trump's the reason why we lost. Really? Because Trump's been playing golf for the last two years, Trump got, you begged Trump to do rallies for Republicans ahead of the midterms. And guess what? Trump did more for the Republican Party ahead of the midterms than Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, and Ronna McDaniel combined. Owen, you are absolutely right. And that's why we cannot get, take the bait and get into this DeSantis versus Trump, Trump versus DeSantis garbage. And Trump is really taking the bait. And, and we, we care about Trump, but you're absolutely right. We need to focus on the Republican leadership and on this election fraud and on issues. We've got to get that talking point out. And our millions of listeners right now and viewers can do that, folks. Don't take the bait of this Trump DeSantis garbage. We've got to stay on McConnell, Kevin McCarthy. We've got to stay on these elections. We've got to stay on the issues. So I don't think Arizona is going to go away, even when they declare Hobbs and when they declare Kelly the winners. I don't think this is going to go away, Alex. And now you're going to see the new phenomenon of what can what can Lake, what can Masters, what can Hamaday do without any support from the Republican Party? Trump has already kind of tested those waters and been successful, but can they do it in Arizona? That's going to be the Hold question. on, stay there. I want to come back with some of the big election fraud evidence. With Owen Schroyer, I'm Alex Jones. Stay with us. If you're concerned about the power grid and want to generate your own supply of off-grid electricity, this will be the most important message you'll hear this year. Here's why. We now have a small number of solar generators back in stock. These emergency backup systems provide life-saving backup power when you need it most. And unlike gas generators, solar generators run quietly, emit no dangerous fumes, and produce an endless supply of free electricity from the sun. Whether it's wildfires, dangerous weather, power grid issues, or just getting off the grid, you'll never have to suffer through painful power outages again. Even better, all this week, radio listeners get over $700 in free off-the-grid bonuses, too. Go to MySolarBackup.com to learn more and check availability. That's MySolarBackup.com. Look for the free report, Crisis Cooling, how to make absolutely sure your meat, milk, and medicines stay safe and cool in any power outage. Yours free at MySolarBackup.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. From the front lines of the information war, it's Alex Jones. A lot of things happen. Republican overconfidence. The media put out there, oh, Republicans are going to win no matter what. You don't have to vote. But we know there was the same playbook of fraud in the key battleground states we saw before. The unexplained ballot drops in Georgia and Michigan and 
Pennsylvania and Nevada and Colorado. And we've got a really powerful video that's up on Infowars.com. Harris County GOP leader lists all of the anomalies on Election Day that specifically occurred in Republican stronghold polling locations, like the machines going out. Same story all over the country. That's coming up after our guest leave us. We have several other big guests today. We have Roger Stone, former host of The War Room, co-host with Owen Schroyer. We have the current host of The War Room, Owen Schroyer, in the original War Room studio, riding shotgun with us to add commentary during these segments. Uh, obviously, Roger's here also about the attempt to cause this GOP civil war between Trump and DeSantis instead of it being about getting rid of Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell. Uh, absolutely uh, disgusting that so many people are taking this bait. And quite frankly, you know, I really like Trump and I'd love to support him for president, and I do, but he, he's really taking the bait coming out uh, against DeSantis here, making this the issue. I wish he would have attacked the Republican leadership themselves. Roger Stone, what do you make of this? Well, Alex, um, first of all, I'd have to say that everything um, President Trump said in his uh, posts last night is true. Uh, however, we didn't know that with the party and the country was going to be in this place today. Actually, if you go back and watch our broadcasts here on InfoWars prior to the election, virtually everything I told you was going to happen has happened. We didn't have a red wave. We had a red drizzle. Uh, and you're absolutely right. The same manipulators of the elections in Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia, Arizona are up to the same exact tricks. I saw a terrific segment you did with Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell spent a lot of his own money to be able to show in real time uh, these illicit ballot drops in which the votes in those states uh, were manipulated. So at this moment, we don't know that there even is Republican control of the House, although it looks likely. And even if that is true, it'll be by a very slim majority. That gives uh, rise to a, a strategy that I laid out on this show in which a small subset of America First patriots, men and women who put country ahead of party, men and women who are not going to give in to the inducements by would-be Speaker McCarthy for committee chairmanships or better office space or larger staff budgets to stand up for America. I think that there may be a, a, a coup attempt against the House leadership uh, to replace it um, with leadership that would be more aggressive. I can get more specific about this, and, and I want to. Uh, Scott Perry from Pennsylvania, head of the Freedom Caucus, sent a list of demands to Kevin McCarthy prior to the election. In that list of demands were uh, articles of impeachment against Joe Biden for various issues, including corruption, uh, articles of impeachment against Kamala Harris for uh, for her uh, failure to fulfill her responsibilities regarding sealing our southern border, investigations into Hunter Biden's laptop and all the data there, which is a window into massive corruption, including payoffs to the sitting vice president of the United States, Joe Biden, uh, a real investigation into what happened on January 6th not this fraudulent kabuki theater uh, that the House Democrats put on, uh, perhaps even an investigation into the actual origins of the January, pardon me, of the Russian collusion hoax, which if John, if John Durham did nothing else, he exposed 
that this was uh, a, a corrupt uh, uh, cabal between the federal government under Barack Obama and the Clinton campaign. So um, McCarthy, expecting the luxury of a huge supermajority, ignored that letter, hasn't responded to it. Now McCarthy's speakership is actually in peril, Alex, exactly as we predicted on your show. A small handful of patriots here could change the course of history. That's right. You, you said that a few days ago. Now the New York Times, the Washington Post uh, today are all panicking, saying exactly what you said first, that because it's so close, it's going to give incredible power to the MTGs, to the Matt Gateses uh, out there. Uh, and and that is uh, look that is what we have to be praying for uh, at this moment. Uh, in the meantime, it's clear to me that the corporate wing of the Republican Party, uh, Rupert Murdoch, of course, with the Wall Street Journal, the New York Post, Fox News, uh, in concert with uh, uh, billionaires like Ken Griffin, uh, who uh, recently said that the Republican Party needs to get back in alignment with the multinational corporate world. Uh, a, a, and admits to wanting to stop the populist movement. That's you and I they're talking about there, Alex. Uh, in, in conjunction with Paul Singer, another globalist billionaire, these are the people propping uh, my governor, Ron DeSantis, up for a presidential bid. Uh, and I think Donald Trump has had enough of it. No, you're uh, right, then, because I, they're not just meeting with him. They're all getting behind DeSantis, which even if they're able to cut Trump out, they're going to then turn on uh, DeSantis later. These neocons don't support Republicans. They only fund them early to control them. Owen, amazing points Roger Stone's making. You got any questions or comments for Roger? Well, yeah. I mean, I would just say I think Roger is spot on. You're seeing kind of the corporate media conservative establishment, uh, you know, tee the ball up or lob the ball up for eventually, I think they are hoping Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy, Ron McDaniel will come out against Trump or even the voters. Now, I don't see that necessarily happening. The only person that can separate Trump from his supporters is Trump himself. And with some of these, what people view as egomaniacal diatribes aimed at other Republicans on his true social account, that might be what's doing it. So he is taking the bait. But right now, it's the corporate press that are trying to push this message of let's get Trump out. And why haven't we heard from Kevin McCarthy or Mitch McConnell or Ronna McDaniel this week? Because they're hiding and they're hoping that Trump takes the bait or that the voters take the bait that the corporate press is putting out there to start this feud between Trump and DeSantis as we're now going to be quickly entering the presidential race period. It feels like we're already in it just days after the election. But let's be clear about something here. Let's be clear about something. The Republicans used Donald Trump for the last two years. Every email they sent out for fundraising mentioned Donald Trump. They begged Donald Trump to do rallies for Republicans, which he did and got massive turnout. That would not have happened if Donald Trump didn't do any of that. Sure, absolutely. So them, They're blaming him for their failure and, and not funding races right. And, 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 and that's very, very clear. My question is to Roger Stone and then to you when we come back. Roger, how do we extricate ourselves as the populist bulwark trying to save this country by taking over the Republican Party? How do we not let the establishment distract us with a DeSantis-Trump civil war and actually focus on getting rid of the neocon leadership of the House and Senate? Well, first of all, we need to focus on trying to get control of one branch of government. Uh, we still don't know who won uh, in this U.S. Senate race or the governorship in Arizona. We still don't know who won the U.S. Senate race uh, in Nevada. 
We still we're going to a sudden death runoff, I think, uh, in in Georgia. Right now, what I'd like to see, in all honesty, is Governor DeSantis has got $150 million in his federal PAC. How much is he sending to Herschel Walker? Donald Trump has got tens of millions of dollars in his federal PAC. How much is he sending to Herschel Walker? That's what Owen was saying earlier. We should see the Republicans all behind Herschel Walker right now. We're hearing almost nothing. uh, And meanwhile, Raphael Warnock, uh, who's an extreme leftist, uh, you know, the, you remember him, the guy who ran over his wife with a car, but then accuses uh, Herschel Walker of being mentally unbalanced. That guy's taken in $50 million since Election Day. $50 million. Uh, and no, we, need to, we need to focus on the short-term battle ahead. Right now, the House and the Senate are up for grabs. We need to stop fighting amongst ourselves and focus on that. At the same time, Trump's no fool. He sees Ben Shapiro, Paul Ryan, Jeb Bush, Frank Luntz, Megan McCain, Rick Wilson. All Suddenly, they're all cheerleaders for Ron DeSantis. What's that all about, Alex? No, I, I agree. It, it doesn't look good. We'll be right back. Stay with us. I'm pointing my finger at you. And I'm also pointing it right back at myself. You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your Brain Force Plus. You forget to take DNA Force Plus. You forget to take DX3. And you know it makes your life better. And you know it makes you healthier. And you constantly forget. And when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away. Plus, it funds our operation. We've got the biggest sale of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best-selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick-ass. They keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. I am extremely honored be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know the truth about their globalist operations is exposed. It's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. A couple years ago, going to an event, Roger Stone was T-boned and almost killed. It happened again going in Memphis to a big event and Frank Speech TV. That's how crazy this is getting. So Roger just keeps getting T-boned in the middle of nowhere. 
But he's definitely got guardian angels because he ain't dead yet. And folks, you have to understand, as Roger harps on this, and so does Owen Schroyer, if they take out our communications, they win. And they're just as obsessed with taking us off air as they are stealing elections. It all goes hand in glove. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com right now and get incredibly high-quality products in the biggest sale of the year, up to 60% off the promo code 1776 on Vitamin Mineral Fusion, Brain Force uh, Plus, Brain Force Ultra. We've got the DNA Force Plus, and we've got back-in-stock, super high-quality organic multivitamin. That's 60% off of the promo code, all at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888 888- Two five three three one three nine. With all the craziness going on with the immune system out there, everybody needs to be on these products. They will enrich your life and empower you so much. There's also books and films in my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World. It's been number one in the last few months. Off and on, get signed or unsigned copies of The Great Reset and the War for the World at InfoWarsTour.com. Let's roll that B-roll again. Roger, t- uh, weren't you? I remember you were T-boned just a few years ago. Uh, this is getting a little bit suspicious. Tell us what happened. Well, Alex, uh, I'm glad you raised it because uh, I know my wife uh, posted something about it on Instagram and I have been overwhelmed by people wanting to know if I'm okay. First of all, I feel blessed. I clearly have the protection of the Lord. I've now had miracle number five in my life. I was on my way to the Frank Speech Studios to do my regular four o'clock central, five o'clock Eastern show, The Stone Zone, which people can see by going to stonezone.live. Uh, and um, I was with two security guys in a, in a SUV uh, supplied by the folks at Frank's Speech. They took a left-hand turn, and some guy in a pickup truck blew a, a, a red light at about 55 miles an hour, T-boned us. Fortunately, the, the driver of my car saw this early, jammed on the brakes, uh, and uh, they didn't hit the rear passenger door uh, on the right side where I was sitting, or perhaps I wouldn't be with you on InfoWars today. So uh, I thank Jesus Christ once again for protecting me. I'm fine. There's no reason to believe a, a political motive. The guy wasn't wearing a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. They, they didn't find a copy. But, but, but the memory serves. Didn't you just get T-boned like a year and a half ago? I was longer than that. And of course, we never learned who that was. In other words, whoever struck the car didn't do so much damage to their own car. They were able to back up and pull away, and the local police were never able to identify who had done that. So it remains unsolved, uh, to to say the least. In this case, uh, I don't think there was a political motive, uh, but I really feel really blessed to be alive. Airbags went off. The car was completely totaled. Uh, the uh, two security guys I were with were had minor uh, uh, injuries, uh, had to be stitched up. There was a, a, quite a bit of blood. Um, but I didn't have a scratch. I didn't even have whiplash. So I just well, they took one for the team and slammed on the brakes. Uh, getting back to where you were, and I want to get Owen's take on the Trump uh, DeSantis rift that the Republican Party and Democrats are trying to create. And I get why Trump weighed in at this point. The whole system's getting behind DeSantis. I like DeSantis in his actions, but it's pretty creepy to have the whole establishment, including the Lincoln Pedo Project, uh, getting behind him. Yeah, um, look, I, I can understand this from President Trump's point of view. People need to be reminded of history. Ron DeSantis was a completely unknown congressman who was who was not the choice of the Republican establishment. Uh, and every single Republican county chairman, all 67 in Florida, endorsed Ron's opponent. Uh, every single Republican state legislator uh, endorsed uh, Ron's deponent, opponent. 
Congressman Matt Gates, I think, he played an instrumental role in convincing President Trump to endorse uh, uh, Ron DeSantis. Notably, Congressman Gates has made it very clear in a DeSantis-Trump contest, Matt Gates is for Donald Trump. So I think it is a I think it is an act of disloyalty for those who say, oh, Stone, you and your friends are all creating this. No, there was a debate. The question was put to Ron DeSantis three times. Are you going to fulfill your the four years of your new term or will you run for president? Uh, and he ducked. I've been in politics long enough when, to know when someone's evading the question. Okay, well, let's it's get a final take from Owen, and then I'm gonna f- I want to get back to what you said about we need to focus on the races they're trying to steal for control of the Senate right now uh, with a limited time with Roger Stone ahead of Gavin McGinnis and others coming up. Uh, but, Owen, you've got some other points or questions. Well, let's just get back to what we're seeing moving forward here with these races. If the Republican Party does not address what we all saw as the issue ahead of these midterms, it doesn't matter who's going to run. It doesn't matter if it's Trump or DeSantis. They're never going to win because until the Republican Party focuses in and figures out what the hell is going on in Philadelphia, what the hell is going on in Atlanta, what the hell is going on in Phoenix, what the hell is going on in these major cities, Chicago, you name it, where Democrats get 70%, 80%, sometimes in New York, 90% of the vote. Until Republicans address that issue and try to mitigate those margins, I don't see them winning anything, quite frankly. I I just don't see how it happens with these margins that are coming in from these major cities. Do they trust the results? Is that just because Republicans just have abandoned the major cities? They don't even bother? Is it voter fraud? Is it election fraud? I don't know. They won't look into it, and so they never have a chance. And then in these state elections, they just get overwhelmed. I mean, New York is a perfect example. If you take out New York City... The state of New York is red, and it's not even close. Absolutely. Owen Schroyer, host the War Room, 3 p.m. Central. Great job. Thank you so much for your continued analysis. You'll join us again uh, coming up throughout the next few days and next week uh, with the latest numbers. So getting back to what you said earlier, Roger, what do we do right now with them trying to steal uh, these key battleground areas in Arizona, in Nevada, Georgia coming up? What do we do? Well, first of all, Georgia, we need to fight it out. I mean, uh, this is unbelievable, Alex, but Governor Brian Kemp, the rhino, got a higher percentage of the African-American vote than Herschel Walker did. That's because Herschel Walker's campaign made no effort among African-American voters, which is crazy because he's a sports legend and he could have done better. He didn't go to black churches. Uh, He didn't buy any uh, urban or gospel radio. I mean, that that's insanity. So we need to refocus on persuasion, not just turnout uh, in Georgia. I'd like to see Governor DeSantis and President Trump focus the millions of dollars they have on hand to pulling Herschel Walker, who I think, by the way, really took a lot of hits and kept right on pushing forward across the finish line. He can win. Uh, but we have to watch the machinery again, and we have to be prepared to go to court uh, more aggressively. Uh, Mike Lindell's done a fabulous job of documenting the theft. Secondarily, I must tell you, I don't have high hopes uh, for Adam Laxalt, who I like very much in Nevada. The outstanding votes we haven't counted are from Harry Reid's stronghold, Clark County. Last time I saw Adam Laxalt was up by a hair uh, Michelle Fiore, a good friend of mine, a city councilwoman in, La- in Las Vegas running for state treasurer. She was up by eight, about 8,000. How coincidental that Joe Lombardo, the Republican candidate for governor, the sheriff who covered up the Las Vegas shooting, 
excellent reporting uh, by Laura Loomer, among others, about that. He's a machine creature. How? Why is he running so much further in all these uh, Democratic strongholds uh, than Adam Laxall? I, I don't have high hopes for Nevada. And lastly, I really do believe that Carrie Lake, and there's the future of the Republican Party, Carrie Lake and Mark Fincham, the candidate for Secretary of State, that controls the machinery in an election, and Blake Masters running for the U.S. Senate, I do believe that they will finally, when all the votes are counted, pull out victory in Arizona. But Alex, why is this taking so long? Why is this taking so long? In France, they can count all the paper ballots and they're done in a day. Why can't we do this here? The answer is fraud and corruption. And, and Owen is absolutely right. If we don't fix the system. It doesn't matter whether the Republican nominee is Donald Trump or Governor DeSanctimonious. They're going to deny us Michigan. They're going to deny us Pennsylvania. They're going to deny us Arizona. And I can't come to 270 electoral votes without any of those states where I believe there is an America first majority in every single one of them. So we need to keep fighting for reform of the system. Tucker Carlson said this better last night than anything else. Communications are the reason why we didn't well. That's why Infowars.com is so damn important. That's why they're so desperate to take you off the air, Alex. People need to get behind Infowars, get behind the StoneZone.com, get behind Frank Speech. This alternative media that we work so hard to bring you is vitally important. Uh, we need more of more of this communications, not less. Roger Stone, thank you so much. Continue to join us uh, as we track this in the days and weeks to come. Thank you so much. God bless you, Alex. I'm just happy and, and blessed to be alive. Yes, sir. We're very glad you're still with us. All right, we're going to come back with Gavin McGinnis, a ton of breaking news, and I'm going to play a little five-minute clip of Harris County, Texas, and the fraud. Globalists are in an absolute panic right now. They are attacking and suing and censoring and spying on and engaging in bullying and physical attacks against populist conservatives and Christians, not just in America, but worldwide. And their number one most hated enemy in the media is InfoWars because we know the globalist number, we know their operation, we know their modus operandi, and we know how to take them down peacefully. We've got great products that fund the operation that also are incredibly powerful and the highest quality for your immune system and more. We have the biggest sale of the year going right now. Black Friday comes early. Use promo code 1776 and get up to 60% off on these best-selling products at InfoWarsStore.com. Biggest sale of the year, promo code 1776, up to 60% off. Take action now and empower your body. banned network in the world investigating the facts and as those facts are developed we will if those facts support what we believe to be the truth file a lawsuit and we will have a day of reckoning in the courtroom for administrator tatum and all of his folks why would it be that the only places that our investigation has shown thus far to not have enough paper to vote 
Republican stronghold precincts. One would think if it's just a simple administrative screw up, we don't have enough paper for the entire election, that that screw up would be all over the Democratic precincts as well. And yet, so far, we've found 23 precincts that didn't have paper. Guess what? All 23 are Republican strongholds. That ought to tell you something. That makes me suspect that this wasn't just a colossal failure. This was intentional. And we're going to take this investigation wherever it leads, and we will file the appropriate paperwork. Now, I want to turn our attention to what happened today. We had a hearing in front of the judge. Um, We're talking about mail-in ballots. We're told that there are about 200 mail-in ballots that have yet to be counted, and we talked about the process by which those should be counted. We have another hearing tonight in front of the judge set at 8 o'clock, and if necessary, we'll be back in front of the court again at 9.30 in the morning. So stay tuned on what's going to happen with those mail-in ballots. I want to make the public aware, though, that there is something coming up that is colossally important to the outcome of these races. It's called provisional ballots. Provisional ballots are for voters who show up and for whatever reason they get flagged. There's something wrong with that particular voter's credentials. And so rather than just turn them away, they're allowed to vote, but they vote provisionally. Then what happens is the early voting ballot board will look at those provisional ballots one by one to decide should they count or should they not count. Well, unfortunately, the administrator, Mr. Tatum, has found a way to screw that up too. So he went to court and he asked the court to allow the additional hour of voting from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. on election day, every single one of those persons is supposed to vote provisionally and within about an hour the texas supreme court spanked that uh, request that uh, tatum had made and said that is not what the law says you're supposed to do it the way the election code requires and now you're going to have to segregate all of those ballots we're talking about thousands and thousands and thousands of ballots that were cast after seven o'clock. Well, what does that mean for the candidates whose political and election stakes are gonna be governed by that decision? Here's what I told the judge in court tonight. We need to create two piles of provisional ballots. One pile is everybody who voted before seven. The other file is everybody who voted after seven. And then once those are looked at and for those. And it's time for humanity to stand up in the info war and say, I don't know what's going to happen at the end of this, but you want to fight? You better believe you've got one. From the front lines of the information war. It's Alex Jones.
to an InfoWars.com frontline report. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Dennis is joining us coming up in the next segment to break down the incredible midterm fiasco we just witnessed and so much more other special guests. But I wanted to keep people focused on who's actually behind all of this before we look at the latest extremely shady behavior in places like Maricopa County, where they put hundreds of sheriffs on the roof, barbed wire, fences up, drones flying around harassing journalists, and Cameras go dark at vote counting facility in key Nevada County and now in other counties in the middle of the night. They don't just put up the boards over things. The cameras go out when the special trucks pull up. Uh, they're, they're, they're doing it again. But it's important to realize what's happening at the grassroots is being directed publicly by the Bilderberg Group, which is the secret global consortium that we first uh, you know, blew open worldwide thanks to our listeners getting the intel and sharing it. Uh, Jim Tucker and others first broke it decades and decades ago did an incredible job, better than us, being the real trailblazers. But it was this audience and Drudge Report back when Drudge was on the team blowing it open and making him admit Bilderberg existed. The World Economic Forum is founded out of the Bilderberg Group. Klaus Schwab's been on their steering committee, and it's the mouth of these people. So whether it's Bill Gates, or whether it's George Soros, or whether it's Klaus Schwab, they're all the same people. King Charles III, known as Prince Charles, all of them. Here's a few of these key clips to give you some background on this. Here's globalist, kingpin, George Soros, who openly admits he wants China to lead the New World Order, donated $128 million to the Democrats this year alone that we know of. Here it is. This would be the time because you really need to bring China into the creation of a new uh, 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 world order, financial world order. World order, financial world order with the cashless society, all of it run by them. But notice they're already double-crossing each other, so now Soros says China's Hitler. Well, China's pretty bad, but they didn't actually work for Hitler like you did, buddy. Uh, carbon is moving very quickly into a system where it's going to be very close to a currency. Next, we start thinking about putting prices on water, on trees, on biodiversity. How do we start tokenizing? So computer scanning and tracking everything you do, a total prison, selectively deciding who can have businesses, who can't. They'll all be above the law. This is Michael Sharon, former Bank of England top advisor. Currently at the big global government summit in the Middle East, in North Africa, there in Egypt, that Biden's at. We've got some more clips of that in a moment, but here he is. So central banks are also starting to understand nature has real value. Carbon, we already figured out. And carbon is moving very quickly into a system where it's going to be very close to a currency. Basically being able to take a, a ton of absorbed or sequestered carbon and being able to create a forward pricing curve with financial service architecture, documentation. I just came out of a meeting this morning how we're trying to accelerate that. To be quite honest, not to get very boring, but we're on financial topics and things, but they're going to be derivatives. And you need is the documentation if you want to trade a derivative in the marketplace. 
And all of this actually matters for nature as well. Oh, yes. I'm going to quickly hand off, but again, I want to talk about value one more time because the southern part of the world has value far greater than large elements of the northern part. And we start thinking about and putting prices on water, on trees, on biodiversity. We find where does that sit? I'm doing a lot of work out of Asia, and I say that my next-door neighbor, Indonesia, is the left lung of the world, and obviously Brazil's the right, and Africa, absolutely critical. And we need their natural capital as a system-based world more than we need that $66 billion we've got sitting in the basement of the Bank of England. So how do we, and I'm hoping this discussion today, at least from a central banker's point of view, on how do we start tokenizing, how do we start building systems that actually create not only the value, but transfer that value around the world? Oh, yes. Oh, they're transferring money to the third world that they control to the IMF and World Bank. And now they, they count for the trees and the animals. They vote for them. You don't have a vote anymore. That's their admitted plan. And then they list all of these things that are life-giving, like carbon dioxide, as a poison. So they can regulate it and surveil it, as he said, and control it. What a nightmare situation they're pushing. Here's Larry McDonald, who's a super patriot, Democrat, by the way. Final interview before they forced his plane down and executed him. They claim it was shot down over North Korea and over Russia. Here he is on national news talking about the new world order. Week says that says this: the John Birch Society considers communism only one arm of a national of a master conspiracy in which socialist American insiders are plotting to establish world government. Now he also says, and here's Director John McManus, that's your public relations director saying that former Secretary of State Alexander Haig and CIA Director William Casey are two of these master conspirators who are plotting to establish world government. Now, what do you say? You know, that kind of silly, asinine statement is what makes, pe- makes people laugh at the John Birch Society. Well, Tom, I'm sure being a long-standing member of the Rockefeller apparatus, uh, and as a member of the Council on Foreign Relations of Longstanding, you're fully aware that you, there is an elitist core in this country that has seen value in subsidizing communism or protecting communism. It has? Sure. You're accusing me of subsidizing communism? No, no, I'm saying because that Because I happen to belong no, to a... No, to there a, is an elite core. Now, study group? Now, no, wait a minute. There is an elite core in this country that has dominated American society. Well, I'm not one of them. The Trilateral Commission. The Trilateral Commission, Council on Foreign Relations. State Department, I suppose. Well, let's face it, they've dominated the State Department for 40 years, Mm -hmm. and uh, pretty much openly so. But what are they trying to do? Well, their objective is to try to bring about a gradual transition in our society, a dissolving of sovereignty, and a moving steadily to the left on the political spectrum. Who are they? the elitist groups that I mentioned, particularly key individuals and policymakers in the Council on Foreign Relations. Is the International Monetary Fund part of this? Well, I would say the International Monetary Fund has certainly been set up for the purpose of facilitating that transfer of sovereignty and transfer of wealth on the road. We elected Mr. Conservative. Let me just finish the point, because otherwise we'll have a lot of unanswered questions, that you are looking at a group that has worked to bring about the dissolution of national sovereignties on the road to world government. And certainly uh, you're familiar with the uh, local professor, Carol Quigley, who has been part of your club. 
in which he admitted all this. And he said in his book, Tragedy and Hope, the only thing I disagree is that we've worked to keep it a secret. So you just heard the Bank of England guy say we're going to transfer all the wealth out of the north to the south because there's more life in the south. And, and we're, it's all about control. Take your money and enslave them. And now Biden's bumbling around at the new uh, you know, Paris Agreement 2.0 promising all of this to transfer our wealth to the globalists, not to the poor people who they've had under lockdown for years. Here's a few of the clubs just came out today. Against this backdrop, it's more urgent than ever that we double down on our climate commitments. Russia's war only enhances the urgency of the need to transition the world off its dependence on fossil fuels. That our significant climate investment will, quote, help turbocharge the, emer- the, ener- the, the, excuse me, tur- turbocharge the emerging global clean energy, clean energy. Turbo means fuel. I was reading their quote, sorry. Injected with air. John, your commitment, your passion, your diplomatic expertise have been absolutely critical, absolutely critical to delivering incredible progress on climate issues over the past two years. Progress. And I thank you, pal. I thank you for being my friend. We immediately rejoined the Paris Agreement. We convened major climate summits and reestablished climate dictatorship and total surveillance. I apologize you ever pulled out of the agreement. Total depopulation is the plan. Well, that was a jam-packed segment. <laughs> How green means to murder you and your family. How the carbon tax will survive every era of your life and literally put you in a prison. We'll be right back with Gavin McGinnis. Stay with us. Have you ever thought about turning your Glock, XD family, or 1911 handgun into a semi-automatic carbine? It only takes about 30 seconds. The MacTech carbine upper is classified as an accessory and can be delivered right to your doorstep with no FFL or background check required. It's the world's most versatile pistol accessory. Build your custom upper today. Simply go to handgunconversion.com. That's handgunconversion.com. Your voice counts. When you share information, be it over the internet or in person, it changes the world. The globalists know their agenda is unpopular. They know you're angry. And now to get around big tech, it's more important than ever that we use every tool we've got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you sign up for our free news and show alerts, you can then take those alerts, those articles and those live feeds both the regular shows, the special reports, and share them with everyone you know. Take action now by texting the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 833-470-0438. That's 833-470-0438 for InfoWars emergency news alerts. Or text the word SHOW to 833-470-0438 and receive live show notifications. Take action now, create the chain reaction, and tell others to share those texts. Get news alerts at 833-470-0438. What if you could cut your heating bills this winter with your existing wood-burning fireplace and not spend thousands doing it? You can with Great Wall of Fire Fireplace Grates. Our U.S. patented, made-in-America Wall of Fire Grates increase fireplace efficiency, eliminate fireplace smoke problems, and come with a 30-day money-back guarantee. See our grates in action and get free shipping from walloffire.com or call 800-274-7364. Fireplace heat without fireplace smoke. Walloffire.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show.
live on this Friday, November 11th, 2022 broadcast in defiance of the censors trying to silence us. Gavin McGinnis is our guest for the balance of the hour to talk about the midterms, the fraud we witnessed, this new rift between uh, Trump and DeSantis, the carbon taxes, the new world order, the open borders, the war in Ukraine, the insanity going on. He is the host of a very popular show at Censored.tv, the founder of Vice, and so much more. Needs no introduction. Gavin, thank you so much for being on with us, my friend. We didn't talk before you came on. I threw out kind of a plethora of things to hit, but what's front and center for you, my friend? A new phenomenon I'm calling chairism. It's terrorism from a chair. I had a show in Rutherford, New Jersey last night, and Antifa found out about it. They just terrorized with their thumbs the venue uh, owner, the chief of police, the mayor, and they don't have to show up. No one left their chair for any of this, but the mayor got spooked. He called the chief of police who told the venue to shut it down, and they did. Everyone capitulated with just tweets and texts and messages. And these people are not even from New York or New Jersey. They're from all over the country. So Antifa is terrorizing people from their chairs, and these pussies are happily folding. (laughs) Remember, you were on the list of 12 people three years ago when Facebook came out after our purge five years ago and said there are now people called dangerous persons who you're not allowed to say nice things about or you're going to be censored, but you're allowed to call for violence against them. That's a quote in their rules. It was Louis Farrakhan, Gavin McGinnis, Paul Joseph Watson, Alex Jones, and a few others. What an elite group. Now they're expanding that out, and the ADL's on the news saying anybody we call a dangerous person will have their bank account taken. So you talk about the Soviet Union or Nazi Germany. This is it. Well, at least in the Soviet Union and Nazi Germany, there was some pushback. Like, the right is just happily taken. I said to the venue owner last night, Chuck, the the place is called The Well, I said, dude, what they're doing is illegal. You can't shut down someone's constitutional right for free speech on the on the premise of public safety. Well, that, goes, well I mean, that's yeah, racketeering when the like mob that. would say, you better pay me extra money or somebody's going to burn down your nightclub. You don't give in to them. This is mafia tactics. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. And I'm suing the city of Rutherford. So Antifa is making me money. We're going to do the show tonight on Long Island. But the, the, the my anger isn't really at Antifa. They're mentally ill, lonely people, fat, ugly girls with purple hair and bad tattoos. They're always going to want to wreck your fun. My problem is with the mayor and the chief of police in these venues that fold like that from tweets. I go, I said to the cop last night, the chief of police, John Russo, I said, dude, your boss is a fat girl's thumbs. And he said, yeah, it's a sad state of affairs. I go, sad state of affairs. You're the affairs. You're the guy. Well, you know what Rudger Kipling said, when you feed the pirate once, he always comes back over and over again until the price is too high. Don't they get, you don't give in to terrorists? It's it's pretty logical. I mean, you don't have to look up any books. You don't have to look at any historical references. If someone sends a tweet that says, I'm going to get you, you don't go, okay, well, then I'm shutting down everything. Remember that movie, The Interview, with uh, uh, what's James Franco and Seth Rogen, they're making fun of Kim Jong-un in it? Yes, there was an email sent that may have come from Kim Jong-un. He never he never qualified it. So Hollywood and said, panicked oh, and pulled the film. Pulled the film. It wasn't we're we're at the behest of an email. This is the same thing. Like you should have had the National Guard at theaters and made sure that movie, even if two people showed up, it that movie should have been. Oh, seen. I mean it should have been on and every channel night, in the country if it was true that a dictator said don't air it. 
Exactly. That's America. But not now. Now we have a mayor. I was shocked to see the mayor as a man, too. A man with an Italian name, a Frank Zanuto or something. We have men, men who fought for this country, brave men, the police, the mayor. They're supposed to have our backs. And they're at the behest of a fat chick in Portland with with nervy, with twitchy thumbs. <laughs> Where do we go from here? We, we just have to keep fighting. You know, like a woodchuck, just keep you. If you domesticate a beaver, he'll just start eating your furniture because that's <laughs> what beavers do. We're just going to keep fighting. We're going to keep gnawing away at the wood. The show is going to happen tonight. I'm suing Penn State. Did you hear about this? Alex Stein and I had a talk at Penn State. Yeah, tell folks. He goes outside and they spit on him. They attack him. Proud Boys show up. They don't fight. They do the civil rights thing. Proud Boys getting pounded in the face. The the radicals are pepper spraying. They're, they're attacking cops, acting like complete lunatics. And the Penn State says, uh, you're, you're causing too much trouble. You're too violent. We're canceling the show. And it's a public university. So I'm suing Rutherford, New Jersey, and I'm suing Penn State. Antifa's making me tons of cash. It's crazy what's going on. What's your take on the midterms and this whole uh, Trump-DeSantis rift? Well, the, with the midterms, I'm a real chatty Kathy. I talk to cab drivers and painters and the guy on the street. Uh, it takes me like an hour to get to go buy a coffee because I'm talking to so many people. And amongst the, the sort of working class New Yorkers, the, the general consensus is, look, Kerry Lake, Walker, that's politics as usual. We lost. It's disappointing. It's like being a Mets fan, whatever. But Fetterman, like every you just have to go up to people in a MAGA hat and just say, Fetterman, and they look back at you and go, like, we're all gobsmacked. What the hell? Is this the monarchy where they have, like, little Lord Fauntleroy, a 12-year-old as <laughs> king? Or I think there was some guy who made, uh, I think it was Nero, who made uh, his a horse. horse. What? Yeah, but it was Caligula married his horse. Yeah, like, that's where we're at now. No one on Earth or even outside of Earth would see Fetterman and go, yep. Yeah, Caligula the made the horse the head of the Senate and married it. <laughs> yeah, that's where we're at. Are they gloating? Like, I don't understand. I think they are. I mean, I mean, nothing against disabled people, but Fetterman is literally like a Mad Max character. He's literally like King of the Mutants or something out of Escape from New York. Dude, if he was your Uber driver, you'd say, oh, uh, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. It's actually right here. I'm, I'm right here. I got to get out here. Like, you jump out at the next stop sign. I'm not exaggerating. And I, have you seen all the videos on MSNBC, CNN, where the women get all excited and say he needs to be our next president? So that's the new prerequisite that you can't talk. That's all part of the head shake. Like they're they're not even going oops. They're going yes, that was great. Let's keep running him. Let's run him and his neck bulge all the way to the White House. And you're like I, I, the other ones I'm very dubious about, but this is like unprecedented. We've never had a, a mentally. I mean, Joe Biden is clearly has dementia, but we've never had someone with a brain so rotten, like even with Biden, with the debates with Trump, he wasn't terrible. His his brain is gone in the past since he's become president. We've really seen the decay. Fetterman ran on decayed mind and won by a landslide. What? What is going on? Look, I, I mean, got a you lot. You and I should be happy. It's good content. No, it certainly right. is. I've got a lot of questions, but uh, I've thrown it out there twice. You haven't responded. So when we come back, what do you make of the Republican Party joining the Democrats trying to create this Republican civil war between Trump and DeSantis? It's, it seems very cynical. It seems demonic. It seems evil. I, and then the New York Post is all on board, and they're often wrong about things like they wanted Eric Adams. 
Uh, I don't understand the rift. And this this whole idea that he ruined Oz and everyone he endorses becomes an anvil in the water. I, I don't I mean, maybe I don't know enough about politics, but when I see the polls, I see Trump at 50 and DeSantis at 11. So why are we ignoring our front runner? Why well, are we right. throwing Trump him energizes the base? And I'm mad about the shots, but what he does there is so good. The numbers are he's still overall a plus. The, the system doesn't want Trump because he's coffin nails for them. And everyone assumes DeSantis wants to run. I don't think he wants to run. I think he'll run in maybe 10 years. Yeah, I think they're trying to draft him right now is what this whole process is. Let's talk about that more with Gavin McGinnis, and we'll also just talk about all the rest of the leftist insanity and so much more. Stay with us. So many people say to me, Alex, please stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. Defending the Republic from enemies, foreign and domestic, it's Alex Jones. So it was about six years ago, a little more than six years ago, Trump was about to be elected, and Gavin McGinnis was on with me in a marathon show, and I said... What is the peak of SJW leftist insanity? And he said, I don't think there is any peak. They just go on till they destroy everything or we stop them. And now we see that with pushing nuclear war, pushing pedophilia, just anything nihilistic and destructive they go for. And then the rest of us that are productive and leading normal lives, we just sit here trying to compartmentalize ourselves. They're not going to let us do that. So he wants to get into the border, the crime, the attack on the police. And also, what's next? Because I asked Gavin in the break, what do you want to hit next? He said, well, I want to about what's coming next, because what are they going to do next? That's the big question, Gavin. I think we have a really crazy time coming up. I'm confident that we get the Senate after the special election in Georgia. So December 9th, we have the House and the Senate. I don't think DeSantis is going to run. Trump is going to run. But I think Biden might beat him because women voters, sorry, but they're too emotional. They're going to get hung up on abortion and they're going to go. I know Biden has dementia, but I, I'm going to I want to give him a second term, a second chance. And I don't want my daughter to have to keep the baby. So let's have uh, let's give Biden another run at it. But th- so that's the bad news. The good news is we'll have the House and Senate and this polluted mind of Joe Biden will be relatively feckless. But when that happens, the left is going to go nuts. I mean, just like you said before this, that they have no limits. Imagine, remember when, when we heard about radical Islam and we go, oh, they, they genitally mutilate their children. They, they give them clitoral circumcision. And in Saudi Arabia, they don't want any gays, so they force them to have sex changes. And we would go, ugh, what a horrible culture that is. 
that's nothing now. That's us. We are okay with a, a double mastectomy for a 14-year-old girl. And that's not like, you know, cutting off your finger. There's a lot of machinery in there. It's a very complicated operation. You look at the scars, and they look like cesarean scars. It's it's depraved what we're doing, and I think they've only just begun. I agree. So only just begun. What what does that signify? Well, we, we've seen in other regimes they control what comes next, and I think China's the model. What we see in China is what's already coming here and what we're going to become. You know what we see in China is a total lack of love we see a total disregard for the family. These people have kids. They give them to the grandparents, and then they're gone 10 months of the year. Chinese New Year is the only time parents see their kids. It's, they take like a month or two off. But 10 months a year, they're working seven days a week nonstop like drones. Maybe Mao, with the Great Leap Forward, killed everyone creative and romantic and and nice. And now it's just these these attack of the clone wars drones. And that's what the elites want from us. They want us to eat bugs, live in the queue, be separated from our children, not have children, ideally. And uh, that seemed far-fetched. But now, like, to, sorry to go back to Islam, we, we said these Muslims are, are torturing their children. Now we have Muslim immigrants in Dearborn, Michigan, going to school meetings and saying, stop with the porn in the schools and stop making my little boy a girl. You are depraved. So radical female circumcisers are now saying, whoa, slow it down, America. You guys are committing child abuse. And now with open borders, we're going to have no limits to the scene. We've got people who have no standards, meaning the left, and then they're inviting in the worst of the third world to carry out their bidding. I mean, dude, I think we're looking at a, a, an apocalypse where every city is worse than Philadelphia. And every rural area is like the white farmers in South Africa, just gilded to the max with razor wire and guns. <laughs> Can't believe we got here. Well, that's what we've seen in the third world. So you said it, a merger of communist China with, say, Venezuela. I think that's kind of what we're looking at. Yeah, I, I see a lot of South Africa, too, with the affirmative action in, in the New York City. Police oh, Department. I agree. That's the that's the real mix. Exactly. I mean, the top brass of the police department is all black, and they're not black that, because they were hardworking. They're black because they know Eric Adams. He actually, Eric Adams, our New York mayor here, he asks for eight by tens with every resume. <laughs> he probably doesn't even read. He just goes, oh, black person, black person, black. I mean, it, you look at the cabinet now or the, the top brass at, at NYPD, and it's like, shoot the ball, shoot to kill. We are living in Soweto now. And they're all incompetent, too. Like, if Lee Zeldin had won, there was hope for New York, but it's raging incompetence. It's it's emotional. But I totally females. agree with you, because the one thing, a lot of black liberals really aren't racist. They go along with the whole narrative of divide and conquer. But with the mayor of New York, he literally is a black supremacist. And then, I mean, the stuff he does is just insane. Crime here is insane. You should see the subways here in New York. No one has their AirPods on. No one's looking at their phone. We're all like this. We're all poised. We're on our haunches. Our backs are uh, to the wall. I was reading that, any, that that ridership on it's down almost 40%. I mean, it literally is a hellhole. Yeah. Or would you rather spend a, a little bit extra on a ca taxi or be thrown in front of a train or get sliced? There's knives everywhere. And these guys know they're not going to jail. So why not? I think the only t person that would go to jail would be the Bernie Getz who pulls out his gun to defend himself. I had him <laughs> on as a guest That's once. So, 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 so let's talk about that. 
People ask, why is Soros putting in all the DAs? Why are they doing this? To collapse civilization. If they're able to do it, what do they build on top of it with their Build Back Better? They really have no regard for the cities. They've just given up. The cities are are like prisons now. It's just it's like escape from New York. All of Manhattan is just Rikers now. And the elites are fine with that because they don't really go to New York City. They're in Chappaqua with the Clintons and they're they're in uh, uh, the Hamptons. Yeah, so Martha's Vineyard. So they've just they just sort of see the cities as as breeding grounds for for drones. For well, that's a great point. I mean, when only like fifty illegal aliens got shipped to Martha's Vineyard, ten alarm fire. Oh, we love you, but they bust them out the next day. And you know what's crazy about that? If you ask someone from Martha's Vineyard, they'd say, yeah, the right tried to terrorize us, and we took them in, we embraced them, we fed them, we clothed them, and we blew it up. We, we showed them that they can't try to trick us. And you're like, so you see it as a win? Because I see it as a win. I see it as ex- I exposed you. You sent them all to a military warehouse to sleep on cots after, what, 30 hours. And they're like, no, we took them in, we fed them and clothed them, and it went great. That's the crazy thing about this Soros division. We both look at the same thing, and we both see it as a success. <laughs> like Fetterman. I think that's a great example of how the left has no idea what they're doing. Just like they AOC a is a clown. Victory. Just like AOC is a clown, but they embrace her. They love her. They think she's doing really well. They love Biden. And I'm not even mad at this point. Like when I see a Biden bumper sticker, I'm, I speed up because I want to look in and see the person. I'm fascinated by them. Who are you? What planet are you living on? <laughs> no, I do the exact same thing. And they usually look like an evil spider sucked their soul. They usually look like some kind of bizarre zombie. I mean, th- these are scary people. And, and, you know, a lot of this too is, is the media's fault. Like, if you only heard about Fetterman from MSNBC, they don't show the clips where he calls the Statue of Liberty the Liberty of Statues. They don't show. They don't focus on the fact that he said, "Hello, good night, everybody." That they, they go, edit yeah. all that out. First thing he says in the debate, "Good night," and, and, and then he also sits there and says, "I support uh, getting rid of Roe v. Wade. That's my main mission." I mean, he literally doesn't know what planet he's yes. on. Which is why he's the model of the future, like Biden is, because these forces are behind him. The puppet gets the blame, and the globalists never get in trouble, and they just put up more and more. So I think they'll probably start having like they may start running people in comas for office. <laughs> well, the bright side of this is, if you're remotely curious and you look up something, you can quickly see that the narrative is light years from what you've been told. And once they get a hold of that one thread, it unravels the whole sweater. Like there was this girl, Naya something in Oakland, and she was mouthing off to some mentally ill career criminal. So he stabbed her and then he was arrested. Okay, horrible story. Uh, Watch who you're talking to and someone could be psychotic and have a knife. The story became Proud Boys went hunting young black children they killed a 13-year-old girl for fun, and now they're going to a bar to celebrate. We should shut down that celebration because what they did was wrong. Like, the reality and what the media is telling you are so far apart. So if you were to look up, say, that one story, and you go, wait, what? That's not even close to what happened. Then they start digging into other things. Hold on. Exactly. Go, Stay right there. This is important. How we get people to start thinking. I'm pointing my finger at you. And I'm also pointing it right back at myself. 
You forget to take your multivitamins. You forget to take your vitamin D3. You forget to take your Brain Force Plus. You forget to take DNA Force Plus. You forget to take the X3, and you know it makes your life better, and you know it makes you healthier, and you constantly forget, and when you remember to do it, you're a lot healthier. This stuff will blow you away, plus it funds our operation. we got the biggest sale of the year going right now at InfoWarsStore.com with promo code 1776. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and use promo code 1776 to get up to 60% off on these best-selling products. The lowest deal is 40%. Most of the sales are 60 or 50% when you use promo code 1776. There's too many products to tell you about them all. They're all kick-ass. They keep us on the air. Please continue to support, and I love you, and I thank you. 1776 at InfoWarsStore.com. I am extremely honored be seen by the globalists as their number one enemy. I am blessed to know that our information is so hardcore that the enemies of humanity are obsessed with silencing us. They know if the truth about their globalist operations is exposed, it's game over. And all over the planet, humanity is awakening and peacefully fighting back. And our main tool is free speech and the truth we promote using free speech. That's why when you share articles and videos from Band.Video or Infowars.com or Newswars.com, it changes the world. And that's why when you go to Infowarsstore.com and get amazing products that empower you and your body and your immune system and that of your family, you're also empowering the tip of the spear in the fight against the globalist. The fight starts at Infowars.com and the support of the fight starts at Infowarsstore.com. God bless and thank you all for your support. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. You can run on for a long time. Censored.tv is his website, his great daily show. Got a lot of other great people on there with him. Gavin McGinnis is our guest for one more segment. Another special guest coming up next hour and a bunch of breaking news. Gavin, I've got a couple other big questions for you, but let's get back to what we talked about before the break. How do you go to a leftist who's brainwashed by corporate media, who's an establishment shill, when the whole New World Order on record wants to impoverish them, depopulate them, dumb them down? All the evidence is... They're out to get them. They admit they're out to get them, but they're convinced they're on the winning team. How do you convince them that they've been manipulated? How do you rehabilitate them? Or, or do we just triage and not worry about them and try to motivate populist and conservatives and free market people and common sense folks? What do we do? Triage. There's, we got to cut some people loose. I talked to a guy who worked with troubled youth in Philly, and he said, some guys that I can help. And he goes, some of them I can just tell, you're just a bad egg and I cannot help you. I got to cut you loose and focus on who I can help. And I think with the left, the incurious have always been there. They've always been oblivious. They were, they're, they're Puritans. They're, they're not interested. It's their faith. And right now the faith of the Puritans is in the liberal causes. So Biden can go and rape kids, do whatever he wants. They will never leave him. He is their Jesus. They've replaced religion with with the DNC, let them go. There are some curious centrists, though. And the good news is, like that crazy story I told you before the break, if you look that up, you see the truth and you start looking at other things. And unlike, say, even 20 years ago, 
this information is there. It's easy to find. So things have never been better for the curious. The incurious, yes, they're cursed, but they've always been like that. That's nothing new. Wow. Let me get to a perspective of the globalists. They say the public are dumb animals, that because the world doesn't have enough pressures on them with a natural selection or enough predators or wars, that they're doing us a favor getting rid of the dumb people. But while the globalists work to dumb everybody down on top of it, well, their answer is, well, that's natural pressure we're putting on you. But really, it's just an excuse for them to act however they want. But at a certain point, I'm stuck between the New World Order crushing me and the general masses that won't wake up. It makes it really hard to not join the globalists, which I'll never do because it's a spiritual decision and they're so horrible and worse than some of the unwashed masses. But there is that paradox where uh, it's frustrating to know what we know. We can easily have jobs with the enemy. I mean, you've had some of the biggest publications. You create advice. I know I've never asked you, but I guarantee you, you've been approached by the system You know, to sell out. I've been approached countless times. It's frustrating that we're right. We know what we're talking about. We're trying to save people, and a lot of them don't want to be saved. So how, how do we deal with that paradox? Yeah, well, the good news is nature's on our side. You look up uh, the, the future of these people, like those girls who thumbed their way into uh, the, the mayorship of Rutherford, New Jersey, last night and the chief of police. They're not having kids. Our children, Rex, isn't going to have to deal with these people because they're not having kids. They're done future generations are not going to have these people. Like you look at secular Jews versus Orthodox Jews and Hasidic Jews. The secular Jews are mostly liberal. The Orthodox and the Hasidim uh, tend to be right wing. Only the Orthodox and the Hasidim are having kids and they're having a lot of kids. The secular, I call them ginos, Jews in name only. They're not having kids. This And that little that little microcosm is true of the entire country. The, the pro-family people are having families. The anti-family people are self-committing ethnocide. They are that is so, In fact, I'm glad you raised that because I see Kanye West and I see Kyrie Irving, and they all have their right to free speech, and, 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 they, and, they, and they make some points. But if you pull back, the idea that the liberals push that the Jews are one unified group – or, or, or any Semitics push or whatever, anybody that's actually studied history or knows anything knows the leftist Jews, especially in Israel, are literally persecuting the ultra-Orthodox, as they're called, whether the Hasidic or just ultra-Orthodox. And the ultra-Orthodox are actually voting like 95% populist, conservative, pro-gun, pro-nationalist. So th- this, this Jew bashing doesn't make sense because I actually study politics and ethnic groups and subgroups. I mean, the Jews are a religious ethnic uh, consortium, but, but they're actually in a bigger, bigger fight than Americans are over left versus right. I mean, Israel's given the Jews all the poison shots too. If they're supposedly the grand masters, everything, why are they not getting a, 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 a out on lockdowns and brutal injections? No, they're being targeted by other Jews. And I also say to these people, I go, Hey, Hey, don't be so stingy with your hate. Spread that hate around. That's wonderful. Your hate. I love your hate. Spread it to Jeff Bezos, who owns the Washington Post. Uh, it's not the Jew York Times. Arthur Salzberger is an atheist. You're not Jewish if you don't believe in God. George Soros, not only is he an atheist, his father was an atheist. Soros worked with the Nazis. This is not the uh, Jews are not your enemy. Elites are your enemy. And elites, especially white liberal elites, have this bizarre genetic trait where they want to destroy themselves. And that's that's what I was getting at with the birth rate. The, these leftist loony, loonies are their own worst enemy. In their utopia, they're extinct. 
Like I remember when I lived in Williamsburg, Brooklyn, there was this guy walking around with a clipboard and he said, Hey, we're, we're uh, signing a petition to stop the gentrification of this neighborhood. And I was like, I'm the gentrification of this neighborhood. And, and wait, so are you, are you right? You have a petition to get rid of yourself. And he goes, well, I mean, we certainly don't need, need more people like me around here. And notice the left is externalizing their, their, their own internal projection. They hate themselves. They want to die. They're saying too many humans cut off the pipelines, extinction rebellion, destroy civilization, but they want us to do it first. I'm like, no, walk the plank, hang yourself, burn yourself, blow yourself up. If you want to, I'm not saying do it, but kill yourself first. Then I'll respect you. Yeah. And they will happily do that. I mean, you have women all over social media talking about how they're not having kids because they want to save the world. And you go, good. I'm glad you're you're ending your particular legacy because you suck. <laughs> so I'm pretty optimistic about the future. Although right now we have this bizarre globalization where, you know, cities are becoming hell holes and everyone's retreating up to the suburbs, which the liberal locusts are then slowly destroying town by town as they go up from New York City through Westchester to Connecticut. That's right. They move. Um, They've already destroyed Austin, so now they're moving on from here. So let me ask you this. Elon Musk, I balance it. I don't like some of the AI stuff, but he's saying, have a bunch of kids. We need a pro-human future. Watch out. Don't take that shot. We don't need censorship. We'll see if he can actually carry that out. He's in an uphill battle, battling just to not have the company go under right now. Just in two minutes, what's your quick take on Elon Musk? Fantastic. Love him. Great guy. Twitter is, for better or for worse, has taken over the American conversation, and it is complete trash. If you, I read it every day, and I'm so just let's give him a chance and see what he can do. Yeah, so he's trying to clean out the Aegean, the, the Aegean stables here. This is a thing about the left; they have, they, they have, they, they're unified to a fault. They'll take in any loony, tranny, pedophile that he's that got their back. They got Biden's back. They got Fetterman's back. We have the opposite problem. If someone has one imperfection, if Trump is too braggadocious, if Elon Musk talked to the ADL, if if Ben Shapiro doesn't support, you know, Nick Fuentes, we shut everyone down and we're all divided. That's not me. I'm a hippie, man. If you want less government and free speech, then I'm with you. We got to unify these anti-government groups because the left is winning. Powerful 60 seconds left. Censored.tv. Gavin, closing comment. We need to wake up, please. We got to we gotta get back to our ideals. We, you know, 20 years ago, we were all basically on the same page. We wanted less government. We all believed in strong borders. Bill Clinton, Obama said we need strong borders. We all knew gay marriage was a farce. Uh, Hillary Clinton was talking about how uh, marriage is between a man and a woman. With abortion, we all used to be on the same page. Let's just try to get it down to viability outside the womb, 27 weeks or whatever it is. The argument was there. And then, and I blame Obama for this, everything shattered. And now we're back to talking about race like it's 1940. The borders are open, killing babies. We've we've just become unhinged. Chaos. And we need we need to get back together and, and narrow our differences. Because when you if you were like get really drunk with with a, a liberal, I bet you you would agree on most things. I don't know how we got here, but now I'm looking at a, a gold and a green dress, and you're looking at the same dress, telling me that it's white and black. <laughs> It's insane. They have definitely uh, broke with reality, a mass psychosis. Gab McGinnis, thank you so much. Cheers, buddy. Got other big guests coming up. I'll tell you who they are when they join us, but I'm going to just throw this out. We've got great products you already need, and we need this to stay on air. These things are the best supplements out there. You need to go to InfoWorksTour.com. We have the biggest sale of the year going right now with promo code 1776, up to 60% off with that code. But let me tell you what's selling out. 
because a bunch of this stuff won't be back till next year. It takes months and months to get this stuff back in stock. Vitamin D3 gummies, highest quality with calcium for your immune system. 50% off of the promo code, selling out. DNA Force Plus with the PQQ, the CoQ10, the Rolls-Royce for your cells and immune system and everything. Uh, literally the fountain of youth because it doesn't make the telomeres grow. It makes them last longer. Same thing. Different way to do it. That is limited supply. Massively discounted with promo code 7076, 50%. Knockout Sleep Support, Alpha Power, Vaso Beats, X3, all selling out but still massively discounted. The sale's got to end. I mean, we'll keep the sale going, but a bunch of stuff's not going to be on the list in a couple days. The globalists are in an absolute panic right now. They are attacking and suing and censoring and spying on and engaging in bullying and physical attacks against populist conservatives and Christians, not just in America, but worldwide. And their number one most hated enemy in the media is InfoWars because we know the globalist number, we know their operation, we know their modus operandi, and we know how to take them down peacefully. We've got great products that fund the operation that also are incredibly powerful and the highest quality for your immune system and more. We have the biggest sale of the year going right now. Black Friday comes early. Use promo code 1776 and get up to 60% off on these best-selling products at InfoWarsStore.com. Biggest sale of the year, promo code 1776, up to 60% off. Take action now and empower your body. 